The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk. Now, should lower income tax rates be introduced to avoid the cliff edge where people jump from a 20% to a 40% rate? There have been calls from some economists to shift the goalposts, but would this be a wise move? Now, I'm joined by Professor of Economics at DCU, Edgar Morganroth. Edgar, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, it does seem like a huge jump. You know, you go from 20% to 40% um, when you pass a particular threshold. Um, Should we ease that passage by introducing the middle rate? So uh, it it is, of course, a big uh, jump. uh, And I think uh, what is perhaps more striking in an international context is that uh, the jump happens at a relatively low income. So, So... you know, in, in other countries, you have similar jumps and even even po- possibly higher jumps, uh, but they happen at a higher level of income than they do here. So that's the first thing. So, so some people with relatively, for for Irish standards, relatively modest incomes, uh, jump into those high in, into that higher bracket, and that is, I guess, the main reason why why we're thinking about a third rate. And of course, the Department of Finance actually looked at this last year as part of the uh, the, the preparations for the budget. Uh, uh, the the tax strategy group actually published a paper on this, and they looked at introducing a 30% rate, so an intermediate rate. Um, and they looked at um, the thresholds uh, that might apply. So, you know, at what point do you get into that? And and then also whether you should then maybe change also uh, the higher band. When do you get into that? Um, so you don't have them too closely together, the, the, the two mm. hurdles. Um, all of that and, would mean, though, Edgar, if you therefore drop some people out of the 40% Brand band into the thirty percent brand band, and equally, if you pushed uh, up to a higher level before you entered the forty percent band, it would mean a significant loss of income to the exchequer. Uh, that's right, and again, the the the, uh, uh, the work was done by the Department of Finance, and it looks like. Uh, um, if we don't uh, change anything to the upper band, uh, something like a half a billion uh, euros would be lost. Um, so, and, and if we did change uh, what we're doing with the upper band as well, if, if, if we raise the threshold there, uh, you could get close to a billion lost. So this, these are not costless. And of course, there's another cost to, to uh, a change in the regime. And that is that all the employers accounting systems uh, as well as the revenue commissioner systems need to be uh, uh, changed yeah but uh, so if you do it there would be a one-off cost on top a one-off that. cost that's the point i was going to make if you yeah. don't tinker too much just do it for a generation then that's a cost that's maybe sustainable yeah. You, you you do I mean the one-off cost is a one-off cost that's gone uh, you know after after doing it but you you need to think about that as as an effect as well. Um, now, you know the the, the reduction. Uh, if you think of a half a billion, you might think, well, look, uh, um, with the corporation tax so buoyant, uh, maybe we can afford this. Um, uh, you know, and and I guess we could. Uh, the the question though is, is is all of this really desirable, and what does it actually do? So it it actually benefits the the medium uh, to higher earners. It doesn't do anything to the low earners, the ones that don't get into the higher rate at this point or wouldn't get into mm. that thirty percent rate. So 
those would be unaffected. And, and, you know, more generally, if you look at our tax system and compare it with others, you find that actually a lot of, you know, the lower income groups are actually much less likely to fall into the tax bracket than in other countries, tax, tax net than in other countries. Uh, you, you enter the tax system at somewhat higher uh, incomes. And that is another anomaly that if you wanted to make good half a billion, maybe that's what you could yeah. do. And of course, that there would be politically to Im- avoid that. Yeah. Exactly. And and what, what, what successive governments have been doing, I mean, the USC was brought about to, to capture a little bit of everyone's income, even those people who had ways at the top end of dodging tax one way or the other by um, offsets. And the idea was that you took the USC off, off the very top of the income. So you got something from everybody. But then at the lower ends, they obviously started to give more and more exemptions and lift the rate at which a USC uh, came in. So that uh, universal tax ceased to be universal. Absolutely. And of course, you know, as, as, as we hear every time a budget comes around, USC was meant to be temporary. Uh, it it looks like it's much more permanent than that. Like like many taxes were were initially introduced as a temporary measure, but then they, they sort of become uh, uh, permanent because the exchequer actually depends on that revenue. Um, I, I guess the, the the fact that we've already looked at this change of the uh, of the third rate, um, this is something that you don't bring in in a hurry because you have to make the system changes. Uh, but having done this already uh, over a year ago, um, it is now something that is possible, uh, you know, could possibly be brought in. It would need to be signaled sufficiently early that people can actually make those changes to their accounting system. Yeah. But now, it is actually uh, something that could be brought that in. Could be, if it looks like these uh, tax receipts from corporation tax are going to be more permanent than was uh, was feared, you might have uh, room to manoeuvre. The, the last question really is about the impact of putting more money in people's pockets, which it would do. I mean, is it likely? Do you remember the progressive Democrats? Uh, their whole philosophy was tr- try to put more money into people's pockets so they could spend it as they wished, rather than the government perhaps taking it from them and spending it on their behalf. Is there an argument there that give people more money in their pockets, they will spend it, there will be VAT, etc., etc., that it might not um, be that damaging to the government's coffers? Uh, yes, but they could also be spending it on a foreign holiday and then some other ta- exchequer gets the benefit. So it, it isn't as easy as that. The other thing is um, it, it is in- inefficient to to collect tax anyway. You know, that, that every time you need to collect some tax, it, 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 it costs someone to, to do that, costs the exchequer to do that. And of course, in terms of revenue loss, um, we... We do have all sorts of big issues uh, that require more funding, uh, housing crisis, the health system, um, to name but two, um, and, and you could go on. Uh, so it's not like the exchequer doesn't need the money. Uh, perhaps it can spend its money a bit better, but it certainly does need money to deal with these problems. So giving away the money then and then to collect it some other way, is that actually a good idea? And, and, and those are the sort of questions, I guess, 
anyone who brings in this change will have to, to ask themselves. Edgar Morgan-Roth, Professor of Economics at DCU. Uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.